she had some fears that she wanted to overcome, uh, such as heights and water and electric. I mean, all of it, right? And so she was so disciplined. We were working out twice a day. She'd get up at 4.30 in the morning. She'd go downstairs and do a video. But the whole reason that she wanted to do that and would get up at 4.30 six days a week was because she had a goal in mind. It began with two guys becoming friends around cycling, great beer, and strong coffee. This is the 2120 Podcast. Two guys, one subject, 20 minutes, zero excuses. So we're standing in line getting our coffee this morning. 75 cents for a 24-ounce It's a great deal, actually. Cup of Joe. And I look into your cup, and my cup is black inside. Yeah, that's it's black the coffee. Wrong, wrong way. Yeah. I look in yours, and it's like this creamy <laughs> substance floating around, which, you know, then we start joking about, well, that's just a bunch of sugar. And literally, we walk by the donuts that are on the wall, and the first thought popped into my head was, you could have had a nice black cup of joe and grabbed a donut and had kind of the best of both worlds, but yet you decided to just dump the entire cream into your... I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't that bad. It just it looked... There was about four ounces of sugary yummy stuff in the bottom of that yes so 20 ounces of black so it, it, it kind of it triggered a thought in my my head and we, we kind of talked about it a little bit but we'll take it more in depth is like the cheat day the cheat day the cheat Perfect. day um we are we are sitting we are standing in disney my family getting ready to go eat lunch and like everybody's excited you know nobody's thinking about it's you're on vacation so like nobody's thinking about oh we need to cut calories and all this stuff and there are two ladies in front of me and the two ladies, I wouldn't call them bigger ladies, but um, no, they were just, they were excited. They were on vacation too. And I'm, I'm overhearing a conversation between them and how today's a cheat day. So she's going to go all out. Yeah. And I just <laughs> think to myself, oh my gosh, like this is so not like what a cheat day, it, I mean, really is. Like a cheat day is like, I'm going to sneak a, maybe a, a candy bar. Sure. But she was thinking like, I'm going to town on this cheat buffet. day means like I, I'm going to this the whole day. Is, the whole day is after right now. Like I, it's game on. Right. So obviously I'm behind her in line. We're going through the line and no joke. Like she is loading up. Like, it's like, I don't care about this. I don't care about that. I've, I've worked so hard to get to where I'm at mm-hmm. through my exercise program or whatever that was. But today I'm going all in. I just, I, I think after it's all said and done, like how miserable do you have to feel just from a, from one a mental standpoint and two just because you put stuff in your body that it, it it's not norm, normal right now because you're taking it out of your body like your body is like having this overall like crazy reaction of all this sugar all this you know process whatever like you're you're dumping into it but she she was so excited about her cheat day hmm. so i guess the question is why why have cheat days mm-hmm. you know when you're focusing on something and you're trying to f- hit a goal, why allow yourself to have a cheat day? Entitlement. I've worked so hard for it. I deserve this. I deserve it. Yep. I mean, I I think you and I can experience this. We, I I know that I have, I I would assume most every listener to this podcast has done it. Right. Sure. I, I am, uh, I'm on a workout program or whatever, or after the, after the big event, the thing that I've been training for, you know, I'm going to have those beers. I'm going to go out for that steak dinner. I'm going to go have the donuts, whatever it is. And I think that's a reward. And in that case, great. But I do think that the cheat day is dangerous 
not only from the nutritional standpoint that you mentioned, you know, in your example, but let's talk about that from a mental standpoint. What does that do when I allow myself to cheat? When I tell myself I've worked hard for it and I'm entitled to it, does that take me off course? Does that have a ripple effect on my psyche? My, I I think there's two ways, mentally and emotionally. What is that doing for me? Um, And a cheat day would be when you, it's kind of how you described it is uh, I, uh, on the seventh day, I'm going to go ahead and allow myself to have the donut, the cookies, the sweets, whatever it is, because I've earned it. But mentally what you're doing is you're walking backwards and you're telling yourself that it's okay to do that stuff. And it, you're compromising. And you and I talk a lot. I mean, whether it's in business and leadership or personal stuff, we talk a lot about compromise and the more in tune that I get to, to my age that I'm approaching, you know, 50 here is I notice that what I eat when I'm at this age sticks. Oh yeah. Yeah. When I compromise, you know, and if I get off the workout program, man, it is hard to get back going. Yeah. You put good into your body. Good comes out of it when it's all said and done. But if you put crap in your body, like you just go, Oh, why did I do that? And no, you know, this woman, you know, she said, I like, this is my cheat day. But to me, like a, like a cheat day is like, like you said, a donut, I'm gonna have a donut, but she, like, she went past the donut. Well, she didn't go past the donut. She, she stopped was, and grabbed the donut <laughs> and then she grabbed more she things along anything. the way. She didn't pass anything, but like that, her entire day was a yeah. cheat day. So I guess I'm, I'm a big fan of hitting a goal, rewarding yourself. Like you mm-hmm. said, like I'm going to work so hard. And then I'm, at the end of this month, after I hit this goal, I'm going I'm to have I'm enjoy myself as a good steak. Perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. You're, yeah. you're, you're driving towards that. Yeah. But when you commit to a cheat day and like you don't set the perimeters of what that looks like. Maybe it was, maybe the perimeters were like, I'm going to just going to go all in and I'm going to feel like crap and I'm going to get it out of my system. And I'm, I'm going to get back on it tomorrow. Sure. But man, like I look at, I look at that, the next day or whatever that looks like for her, that's a struggle. I mean, you get up and go, oh, I feel so, so crappy and gross. And I think, um, you know, there's been times where fast food, I gave up fast food. And then when it was done, I went to, I I wanted a Big Mac so bad and those fries and the Coke. And I went and got those with my girls. And I remember like getting done eating it and watching them finish up their meals. And I I, I had that like sick feeling in my stomach, not from the food. It was just like, Man, that just that that wasn't very smart. Hmm. It wasn't very good, you know. And it's now I, I kind of like I felt bad that I I I did this, you know. But man, it, like you put crap in your body, it makes you feel like crap when it's all said and done. So don't cheat. So then let's switch gears. You keep going. You push through. Burnout. Yeah. Like I'm not cheating. I'm I'm driving forward every day. I'm 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 getting up at four in the morning and I'm working out, I'm doing this and I have a goal and I have to get it. Is burnout real? What do you think? So here's my, here's my thoughts on that. Um, This is going to be tough because I'm going to feel like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. I think burnout's real, except I don't think it's real. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So um, I do believe that we can, we, okay, just like with uh, a cheat day, most of us have experienced burnout. If that was, l- l- let me make this example. Your favorite song comes on the radio when you're a kid, right? And you and I are old enough that we used to hit record, 
on sure. the cassette tape, right? Let's, yep. let's grab it off the radio. So nowadays we can download it, we can play it on our Spotify list over and over and over and over. I know all the lyrics, best song I ever heard in my life. I'm never going to get tired of this song until you get tired of that song. In a way to me, that is kind of like a burnout. Okay. So, but you're, I think your example of working out and pushing toward a goal and burning out, I do believe that a large chunk of that is nothing more than an excuse. I think that's an idea that is planted in our heads from well-intended people in our lives in formative years. I mean, I've been thinking about this for a while. Like, I just think that if you plant the seed that I could get burnt out, burned out on working out or being the gym rat, you know, well-intended adults would say something like, don't burn out. Like, if you, if you do that too much, you're going to get tired of it. But I think when you're truly passionate about something, you got to follow those passions. And sure. your passions do change over time. You don't have a passion. And there are things that could be a passion of yours that you've never even experienced in life yet. So uh, I, I think it could be less about burnout and more about a shift and growth. And I'm moving on to this. Because as humans, I, I, you know, we're just wired. We want to experience a lot of things. I'll, I'll come back and I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Obviously, I, I know I want to hear your thoughts. I'm interested to hear from our listeners. What do you think? Like, is burnout a real thing or is it something of an excuse? Oh, I, I, I truly believe I, I, it's an excuse. You know, I, I can easily say, man, I'm just burned out today. I'm not going to hop on the bike. But, you know, I was talking to buddy Scott through text messaging and he's been off his bike for a while. I've been off my bike for a while. And, I, I just like you, you lose the drive. Yeah. And now the drive is probably filled with other things. You know, like he's, you know, he's in an area where he, they lost a lot of trees. Like, so he's constantly on the weekends where he should be riding his bike. He's out cutting trees down. And so he's filling this void with something else where, you know, me getting on a bike back in the day, like I was super jacked. Like I'm going to go ride a bicycle, <laughs> right. but yeah. like, I've lost a little bit of that. I wouldn't call it love. I just like, you know, I'm either busy doing other things I have a different focus or I'm just like, you know what? I'm just not going to get on the bike today. And that's an excuse. You know, when I have it mapped out, I, I, I should be on a bike right now. There's nothing that's putting me on the bike. So then it's finding something that puts you on the bicycle. And we talked about finding up, you know, a race series, mm-hmm. you know, that we can look at it every week and know that we're, we're racing on Wednesday morning at, at five in the morning. And I better get my butt on a bike so I can be in good when this, this, this race comes up and I don't look like a moron getting destroyed. Mm-hmm. So then now you're putting miles back in because you have a different focus on things. I, I think the, I think goals and you know, day to day things that when you have something in place that you're constantly working towards, you don't get burned out because you're working towards getting this. And it's, it's, you know, it goes back to my, you know, victories every day, small victories. Yeah. You know, if I can get two or three rides in during the week and then race, that, that's a victory because I like, I, I felt good. A loss is me just showing up Wednesday morning at five and jumping on the bike and getting destroyed and feeling like crap because I didn't put any time in leading up to that. Well, you get what you get. You, you put the time in, you get results. You don't put the time in, you get destroyed, and mm-hmm. then, then you wonder why you didn't, you didn't win. Well, I slept in. I, I decided to do this instead. And then regret starts to yeah. take over. And it's like, oh, crap, oh. if I would have done, I should have done this. You know, and it, go, it goes back to all the stuff we've talked about, about living day to day, you know, to the fullest. And this is just not living day to day to the fullest. You know, one of the things that you reminded me of is 
one of our early episodes, um, I don't know what number it is, but we, I think the title of it was I'll show up with you. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. You know, and, and so a big chunk of being able to stick to something that you commit to, such as getting on a bike or showing up for a workout, when someone else is going to show up with you and you each know that if you don't show up, that guy or that gal is going to be ticked off at you. What do you mean you didn't show up? You overslept. You didn't have time. Work. No, we committed to this. And so the accountability of of that, you know, having that buddy, that workout partner or whatever it is, even if it's just a diet or a commitment to do something else, I don't know what it is. Yep. The the very fact that somebody else is is aware that you made that commitment and is going to hold you responsible to that, I, I think that's an awesome oh, it, thing. It, it happened this weekend. You know, Sunday, you know, I text Josh, who one day the listeners will get to hear his voice and hear about him a little bit. But, you know, I, I, I said, I want to ride with you tomorrow. Can we figure this out? He's like, yeah, I want to ride too. And I said, well, I'm kind of interested in sleeping in just a little bit. Yeah. And when Josh responded back, yeah, sleeping in sounds good. I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. Because usually, like, we're up at, you know, sunrise on a bike mm-hmm. riding. And I said, okay, what, like, let's just, when we wake up, you just text me, I'll text you, and we'll figure out a time to work that works. So around 8 o'clock, like, he was up, and I was just up, and we, we planned it on 9.30. Sure. And it was, it was good. Like, I wasn't stressed to have to get up early. I wanted to sleep, and I needed to sleep in a little bit. I was tired. Mm-hmm. And same thing for him. Like, he's been going so hard the last month that, like, he needs some sleeping in time, too. But, man, we had a great ride. And it, it was fun, but it was a commitment that, like, I want to ride with you. You're going to ride with me, and we're going to go out and catch up. And it was two hours on a bike together. And there were stories. There was, Let me ask there you was a question, though. Yeah. Go ahead. Had you not texted each other? Whoever texted first. I don't remember what he said. But, I texted him first. Okay. Had he said no, would you have still rode that day? Oh, yeah. If he, if he I think if he would have said... Yeah, but I need to get it done early. Then yeah, I would have just done. No, I'm saying it. he he's got a commitment. He can't come and oh, ride what, that what, day. Oh, what I have you rode? have still ridden that day. I probably would have ridden inside. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have gone out on the road and, and rode you know by myself. You wouldn't have breathed the fresh air. I wouldn't and, breathe. The yeah. fr- I probably would have just jumped on the trainer in the house and knocked yeah. it out because you know it's Sunday, it's family day. You know, it's, sure. I'm, I'm going to be gone. So yeah, it would it would have changed. What I've what I've just said. Screw it. I'm not going to ride. God, I I hope not. But, you know, well, that to me, the, the reason I ask that is, is that's when it's easy to make an excuse. Oh, it's, it's for fa- sure. It's, it's family day. You know, Josh can't go. So I'm going to cheat day, you know. And so yeah. you you go out for lunch with the family or, you know, you you watch movies all day. You don't do, do anything physically. Um, and now you're compromised. And, and one thing I do really admire and respect about you is that you rarely do that. You rarely do that. Um, you know, you do your 365, and I, I know, you know, this, that's a this different subject. Been, yeah. This year, you, this year is not Pissy so much. <laughs> but your your ability to stay focused on things like that that are important to you is um, is very admirable. Something again, I, I just have a lot of respect for you being able to do that. Um, so, so for me, uh, when I think about people who don't, <clears throat> if I don't invite somebody to show up, it's easy not to do it. Now, Beth, now she'll be listening to this, I'm sure. She's my wife, for anybody who doesn't know that yet. But um, in 2013, my son and a few friends, we ran a Tough Mudder in Wisconsin. And Beth was a bystander. She was a watcher. And she hated every second of watching us run that course because she wanted to go out and do it. So in 2014, she committed to running it. And so um, she was 
unbelievably dedicated to getting in shape because she saw what it took up, you know, to do this. Sure. She had some fears that she wanted to overcome, uh, such as heights and water and electric. I mean, all of it. Right. And so she was so disciplined. We were working out twice a day. She'd get up at four 30 in the morning. She'd go downstairs and do a video and I could hear her down there cause I'm still up in bed. Now I was kind of awake and then she'd come up and shower. And then in the afternoon after work, we would do a second thing. We were at, I don't know, in our early to mid 40s, somewhere in that area, early 40s. We were in physically great shape for us. You know, that was pretty remarkable. But the whole reason that she wanted to do that and would get up at 4.30 six days a week was because she had a goal in mind. Oh, for sure. It's like you were saying with that race, you know, finding a race that you want to go and train for. Um, that's really that's really a remarkable thing when you when you create uh let's see like this reason to accelerate that's a fascinating like phenomenon to me yeah because it really really drives you to do stuff like who wants to get up at 4 30 in the morning to go do a 30 minute high intensity workout Ugh. except we felt great yeah we looked great we were thin we were in shape um but we also haven't continued that. Well, you, life happens. You fall off. I mean, you hit your, you hit the goal. You accomplished it. You like you high five and say we did this. And then it wasn't the well. What's next? When's the next tough mutter? When's the next race? When's the next this? When's the next that? And you know you're okay with being okay. And like <clears throat> there there are people that I want to run a marathon, so they run their marathon. And it sucked, but they ran their marathon and they accomplished it. Yeah. Well, I'm never doing that again, <laughs> you know. But then it's just done. Right. But, but there's there's halves. There's 10Ks. There's 5Ks. There's whatever race you want to do. There's always something out there that you can do. But uh, I'm, I'm done. And I think for me with cycling right now, it is such a huge passion in my life. And I've kind of, I wouldn't say fallen out of love with it, but I have to find ways to fall back in love with it. And know that like there's days that it's, it's going to suck on a bike, but there's also days where I could do fun group rides where it's just mm-hmm. social and you're not pushing very hard, but you're on your bike, you're, you're spinning. I got to find more time to kind of mix up, you know, that workout program. So it's not just this high intensity, like just go as hard as I can do. I want to puke kind of mentality. It's, it's kind of got the best of both worlds. And I think that's kind of where I've, where I've lost it now, you know, summer doesn't play doesn't help out, you know, fall doesn't help because it's so nice outside where I should be outside doing things. But like during the like late fall when it turns winter and it's like crappy outside, like then I'm just like completely sucked in. I could be on the bike all day because you look outside and it's miserable. It's negative yeah, 10 below and right. like you can't go outside without your face freezing off. So then that makes things easier because what else are you going to do? Right. But it's, it's finding that time when it is blue skies and beautiful out and go, I have to go commit to something. And, and, and do it and I, just think about what you were just saying though I was I was visualizing that crisp dark January morning when it's 10 below yeah you don't want to go outside no so it's easy to make an excuse there right sure but when it's 78 and perfectly sunny it's really easy not to go and do something because you just want to sit and drink a beer on the patio or whatever well, the I had, thing I had is. it yesterday. You know, it was Sunday in Iowa. It was beautiful outside. Yeah. And I have amazing. two girls on the couch watching some Cobra Kai, this new series on Netflix, which is freaking <laughs> awesome, by the way. We'll all talk about that sometime. And like they're, they're completely sucked in. And I'm sucked in because like I grew up with, with the Karate Kid. Sure. Like this is, this is awesome stuff. And all of a sudden, like after like two episodes, I turned it off and said, okay, we're done. 
we're going outside. What are we going to do? And I'm like, you have an awesome trampoline. You have a huge backyard. We have a basketball hoop. We have tons of things we can do. But, you know, I said, no, there's no, uh, but. So let's, let's go. And so they jumped up and we went outside and started working on stuff. But I think you have to, you know, change the playlist. You know, mm-hmm. here you talked about recording that song. It's okay to change change the playlist. And now this song that you loved over and over again is maybe still on the playlist, but you, you skip over it to get, to get to that next song. And, you know, it's, you know, getting outside with the girls, that the sun hits them in the face and, like, it, it changes your entire outlook on life because it, it's sunny and beautiful outside. Yeah, don't don't fall back into the... Ugh, mentality of I'll just I'll just sit down and not do this when I could be out doing something. You gotta fun. surround yourself with people that will that will like get you out of your chair. Oh for get sure. Get you off the couch. If if I wasn't there, they would have they would have been watched season two of it and I would have been mad because they watched it all without me. And but I, I stopped them and said, No we we, we we can't. We have to we have to go do something different. But yeah it's I mean it's that accountability. It's having someone that that, that pushes you and changes change your changes your mindset and you know doesn't allow you just to sit there and not do anything. They tell you to get your butt out of bed and, and, and go do this. And um, so, yeah, I got to find a race series for sure. And, and that Scott. carries in that that's, that's so bigger and broader than what we're talking about today. Like with, you know, even whether it's exercise, but this, this is true in, in life, in, in all these ways. Like I, I hear all the time, I, someday I want to do this. Someday I want to do that. Someday I want to have this. I want to have that. Well, the only way that that will ever happen is to get up and do or sit down and do whatever you need to do to make make that happen. Yeah. And and again, the more people that you can have around you that want to champion you and encourage you and uh, kick you in you when you need it and love on you when you when you need that piece too. like, come on. Hey, remember what you're working toward here. Let's go. Let's, let's not let's not give up. Your someday starts today. Oh, nice. Ooh, what a great little nugget to drop on. All right. I'm Jim. I'm Matt. See you next time. Bye. (laughs) Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 Podcast. Hey, everyone. This is Jim. And Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations, if you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast give us a review and let others know about it. And that will help us fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.